and some people just can't cut back on anything else and they've realized you know every month they're paying i don't know 200 quid or so towards their workplace pension 200 quid can go to something else quite a few people are either reducing their contributions or opting out it will be good to hear your reflection given the environment we are in Hello and welcome to Walk Finance, the podcast discussing all things finance and all things finance related. It's your boy Peter and I'm with my co-host, my bro Jax. How are you today? Yo, how's it going, Peter? Uh, I'm okay. I'm feeling a bit ill. Uh, I've just got a bit of a flu, but you know, the show must go on. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, uh, I apologise if I um, sound a bit different to our audience, but I'm really looking forward to this episode. Um, There was no way we were going to skip anything, so... Yeah, really looking forward to this episode. Very important. Love it, man. Love it, man. You're a soldier. But yes, obviously, you're just about well enough to shoot on the episode. So obviously, and always a pleasure to catch up with you, bro, even if it's virtually. Um, But no, and also hopefully you get better soon as well. It's that sort of change of season. Um, Just a massive shout out to our listeners, wherever you are in the world. We do appreciate you and we appreciate your support. Please keep sending in your questions about different topics to speak about and touch on this particular podcast. Um, Jax, this topic is going to be a quick one. Um, it's quite relevant um, with what's going on, you know, today. Um, in today's world we're in, we're at the end of, well, November 2022. Um, wherever you are in the world, you obviously know we're going through tough times, but I'm not going to dwell on that because... You know, you'll be have to be hiding under a rock not to know what's going on. However, relating to that, Jax, I sent you an article not too long ago. And this article was um, from a company and the title was Risking a Poorer Retirement. One in six workers have cut back on pension saving to cope with rising bills. Now, Obviously, Jax, um, maybe just very briefly, most people um, who are working, particularly in the UK and also, at, you know, in most um, in a lot of countries such as the US would kind of know what we mean. But just give a very brief overview of what that actually means in terms of like your workplace pensions. Yeah. So um, generally speaking, uh, and I'll use the UK as the prime example, um, for those that earn over around, I think it's 10K and you are over the age of 22, Chances are, if you are working for a company, you would be uh, part of uh, their company pension scheme. You'd be auto-enrolled into the scheme. Um, And nowadays, the type of pension that we are dealing with is what we call a defined contribution scheme. Whereas uh, maybe our parents' generation may have had what we call a defined benefit scheme. The main difference is that the pensions that we have nowadays require um, us to obviously put some money in and also what happens is uh, our employer also puts some money in. So generally it comes up to 8%. It will be uh, 5% from our own kind of contributions and 3% from our employer. That's the minimum. So that's that's what it is. It's taken out of your salary. It is paid gross. So the money that goes into your pension is not taxed at all. Um, mm. And, and that's, that's, that's how it works. And um, thank you for that, Jax. Obviously... 
about maybe four or five years ago, um, up until about four or five years ago, it wasn't, um, you wasn't auto-enrolled. So when you joined the workplace, you actually had to opt in. So, But now, as you said, if you're earning over, um, I think you said £10,000, you are automatically enrolled. Um, so you automatically start contributing to your workplace pension. And then if you wanted to leave that, you would obviously actively have to opt out of the uh, pension scheme. Now, with this particular article, it's saying one in six workers have had to cut back on pensions. So that might mean they've reduced their contributions, their monthly contributions, or they've completely opted out of contributing to their their pensions. Now, Jacks, in a normal world, we're going to get onto, you know, where we are now, but in a normal world, you know, it'll be good to shed your light on pensions in general, workplace pensions and why it may be a good thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think uh, we start off by uh, a, bit, a bit more negative to say that uh, the majority of people are not saving enough for retirement. Um, and <laughs> in fact, that's the reason why um, the whole ideology of auto enrollment took place. Because a lot of people um, are, are just not saving enough for retirement in the first place. And so it is imperative, it's very important that we are intentional and we are proactive and, and you know, putting some money away uh, for our future selves to be, able, to be able to have at least a comfortable retirement. Um, so that's 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 why the auto-enrollment took, took place. That's why it's there. Um, again, because many, what was obvious was many people were actually not contributing towards their retirement. And as the article is saying now, as you said, you know, when people um, are auto-enrolled, they will have to actively opt out in order to come out of the company's pension. And that's that's probably what's happening. Um, mm. But generally speaking, when you are um, earning an income, it is very important that you take a proportion of that income and you invest it for the long term. Um, and the great thing about pensions is that, as I said earlier, the money goes in gross, which mm. means it's not taxed at all. Um, here in the UK, you can put uh, a maximum of your salary um, up to 40K. So if you're earning 30K, you could put all 30K in your pensions if you wanted to, and that's not taxed. Um, if you're earning 50K, the maximum you can still do is 40K. So 40K is the maximum. Um, and again, the great thing is it goes in gross and also the investments that you make um, within your pension also grows. Mm. Um, it grows uh, without tax as well. So if you're investing in any assets that pay interest, dividends or any form of current appreciation, um, those those are, you know, there's no tax to pay on that as well. Of course, mm. later, 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 later on, when you start to withdraw from your pensions, then you will have to pay some level of uh, income tax generally. But in the very early stages, uh, long term, um, your portfolio in your pension actually grows uh, tax free. Absolutely. And let's not forget all of that free money you get from the employer. Yeah, I didn't even mention that actually. Yes, yes. Yeah, as I said, the minimum is about 3%. So if you're contributing 5%, your company has to match you up to 3%. And that's free money. That is free money. And so when you opt out, not only are you opting out of contributing your own money, but you are literally opting out of free money. Mm. No, absolutely. So, I mean, it goes without saying that contributing to your pensions is um, will tend to obviously be for it. And it's a wise thing because, um, as Jack said, you know, not enough people are saving for their pensions. Um, and we have actually spoken a bit on pensions in various episodes. I'll definitely encourage our listeners to check out episode 18 
which is um, pension series, avoiding the pension nightmare. Um, so definitely check out that um, episode where we go into a bit more detail, just in general about pensions, not just workplace pensions, but pensions in general. Um, so Jackson, relating to the in relation to this, um, we you know we already know some people where a lot of people um are struggling. Not some, a lot of people are struggling. Some people are struggling so much so that according to this article that they are looking at what ex- more expenses in their eyes um, that their classes expenses can they cut back on and some people just can't cut back on anything else and they've realized you know every month they're paying I don't know 200 quid or so towards their workplace pension 200 quid can go to something else so as you can see quite a few people are either reducing their contributions or opting out it would be good to hear your reflection given the environment we are in. Yeah, I mean, it's a very difficult one uh, because the truth of the matter is we are in a cost of living crisis and that's mm. the absolute uh, fact. Um, so I can understand why some people may believe that opting out of their pensions may be a, a route to go uh, in order to take home more more income. Um, I think... In, in terms of my views or whether that's that's the right thing to do, I think it really depends on the individual. Um, I think generally speaking, as we said earlier, contributing towards your pension is a good thing. It grows tax-free and you get free money. So opting out, you are actually opting out of quite a few things. Um, mm. You are actually losing out on quite a few things. Um, I, th- I think, I think the, do I think it's, it's something that you can do? Uh, yes, you can always make adjustments to your overall financial plans. Um, I, I think if you are completely desperate for um, additional income, then um, potentially it is something you can do for the very, very short term, mm. very short term. Um, so you might decide to opt uh, out for a short term and get more income um, because you might need to rebuild, let's say, an emergency fund for during this cost of living crisis, for example. That's something that you, you can do. However, um, what I would advise anyone who is thinking or has actually done it is you have to have the mindset that you are going Mm. to do it for the short term and you're going to contribute back into your pension sooner Mm. than later. Mm. And actually, what I would say is when you uh, start contributing back into your pension, what you should do is you you should contribute enough and make up all the the ones that you didn't put in. So if you opted out uh, and you would have, if you if you opted out and if you didn't opt out it would have been let's say uh let's give it like five thousand pounds per year mm. what i would encourage people to do is to make that shortfall so get five thousand pounds back into the pension mm. over time but yeah I don't, I don't think it's the worst thing to do however i would say peter that um i think there are other ways to uh mm. earn an income or have more of a take home i would encourage people to uh find ways to to earn more money um mm. you know maybe a second job for the short term, I mean, all these things are short term fixes. Mm. Um, I think that's actually a better way getting a second job, um, and remaining invested, remaining uh, having your money in, in in a pension. That's a better tool um, mm. than than actually opting out. I think. So in you know, exploring all other avenues essentially, um, such as getting a second income. Also, gonna put you on the spot. What if someone is thinking, yo, it's either this or I have to take on debt. No, no, um, no, no, no. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't uh, encourage debt, mm. um, because the interest rate that you're probably going to pay on that debt will be 
much higher potentially than uh, the gain that you have from having have your money going into the pension potentially. Um, so absolutely no way would I encourage anyone to take consumer debt, uh, whether that's credit cards or, or loans from the bank. It's not, it's not something that I'm interested in hmm. and I wouldn't encourage. Um, but what I would say, Peter, is like we've said on many of our episodes, um, it's very important that our listeners are always build emergency funds. Mm. And so if, if if someone was to tell me, hey, Jax, for the short term, I am opting out of my pension. Um, and the reason I'm opting out of my pension is because I want to uh, save a bigger emergency fund. Mm. And once the emergency fund is saved, I'm going to go back into uh, investing in my pension and probably even put in more, then I'll say that's, that's absolutely fine. Mm. Hmm. And, and you know what a key thing, as you said, is the mindset and being intentional. And I think this is such a big one, Jax, because we always say a lot of when it comes to personal finance, a large percent of it is around behavior and mindset and less of it mathematical. And the reason why that's so important, Jax, is because if someone has been used to contributing to their pension, I'll again give the figure, let's say £200 a month, if they then opt out, and, you know, they said, I'm going to do this for the short term, whether that's six months to, I don't know, nine, 12 months or whatever it may be. When you're now seeing that £200 coming into your bank account for six months, seven months, and you're using that £200 for whatever you're using, I can imagine it will be quite difficult in six, seven months to then say, OK, now I'm done with that. I'm going to now put that back into my pensions and not use it for something else. <laughs> yeah that, that that can be difficult right because that's a significant amount that will be you know your pen the reason why you're trying to pull back on your pension is because you feel it might be a significant amount that will be helpful to you in these circumstances yes 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 yeah it, it, it is difficult but like you said it is a mindset thing i think um one of the ways you can maybe uh mitigate that feeling of uh feeling like your, your money's you know, not hitting your bank account and it's just disappearing for example is maybe to uh download uh an app where mm. you can actually see how much is in your pension mm. uh, so that's that's something that i have um i've got the app my, my company's pension i can you know it's, my pension is actually with aviva mm from work so i've got a viva app and i can log in i can actually see my pension i can see it growing as well mm. and so that also keeps me motivated mm. um, that's something that you can do um, and remember this is for your future self so yeah that's that's something i would i would encourage people to do uh, be more intentional about checking it to see how it's growing uh, and see where it's invested and that kind of stuff Mm. No, absolutely. I really like that. Um, it's that motivation piece and understanding that if you do stop contributing, it's for a set time. There's also, you know, yeah, I, I mean, me and you are going to be doing an episode on um preparing for the new um calendar, obviously 2023. Um, and it's so important. Planning is one of the key things, right? Understanding your numbers, understanding this is how much you're going to be set back by uh, when it comes to your pensions and this is how much you're going to be contributing here etc um so no I, I think yeah one of the key things when it comes to making these decisions is of course effective planning as well and really understanding those numbers as well as the mindset absolutely absolutely uh we you know I'm, I'm always surprised with the amount of people that may engage in investing or uh, any form of financial things but, but don't actually have a plan mm. and and I think that's that's the wrong way of doing things mm. uh, because the thing about not having a plan is when things look a bit off you don't know how to adjust if you don't mm. have a plan in the first place mm. 
Uh, and so I think it's very important for everybody to sit down and, and write, write, write it out. I, hmm. I would actually say write out a, a yearly financial plan. Uh, you know, think about your long-term goals, your medium-term goals, your short-term goals, um, and, and actually put it on paper. You know, hmm. what is your retirement plan? What is your investment plan? What is your hmm. savings plan? What is your hmm. debt repayment plan? Hmm. All these things are really, really important. You need to, you can only be accountable to, to something that's actually written and hmm. that kind of stuff. So. It's really, really important. Actually, it's interesting you mention that because one of uh, my initial weaknesses, actually, uh, when I when I started investing, is I wasn't actually putting enough money into my pension. Mm. And the reason behind that was because I spent uh, a decent part of my career contracting. Mm. As a contractor, mm. you're not you're not enrolled into your company's pension, uh, and so uh, the good thing is I used um, a lot of my investments were in my ISA account, mm. which is also a tax official wrapper. But actually. Uh, one of my financial pl- goals and financial planners that I uh, put on paper last year and I'm going to do again this year is I needed to put more money into my pension. Mm. So that became more of a priority um, than, than other accounts. But you can only do that when you can actually mm. sit down and go through a whole holistic financial mm. plan and then see where you can make adjustments and where you need to improve. I love that. I love that. Um, And, you know, you spoke about things like investing in general. We speak about, you know, investing in stocks and shares quite a lot on this podcast. We've obviously in a season where, you know, particularly in the last 18 months ago, we've seen like loads of new investors and stuff. But when we're looking at what you can cut back on and alternatives as well, there's ways around that. You spoke about um, increasing your income. You may find that you actually can just increase your income by getting another job um, temporarily, temporary as well. Sometimes, you know, there's certain things that we don't really think about and we we might go to what might seem like the most easiest option, if that makes sense. But I definitely think exploring some of those other avenues is definitely key when it comes to this particular topic. Yeah, man. And I think it goes back to just remembering that, generally speaking, we're not even saving enough for our retirement anyway. That's it. So so with that in mind, the last thing we want to do is go the opposite way and mm-hmm. actually take money out of our retirement pot or stop contributing towards it. If anything, we need to be contributing more towards it. Mm. So I would encourage everyone listening that, hey, look, I can understand the appeal. Um, I can understand how easy it, it could be. But generally speaking, it's not it's not the go-to, I would say. It's not something that you go to straight away to say, hey, I'm going to stop paying into my pension or I just want to have more of a take-home. And also remember, um, once, you stop, once you stop those contributions, um, the money that you take in home is going to be heavily taxed. Mm. So it's it's not as uh, exciting as as you would have thought. You're actually losing out on a lot by actually doing that. So, yeah, I would definitely um, encourage people to explore other ideas, whether it's um, you know selling stuff, even selling stuff at home that you mm. don't really need that you can get a small income for, or pick taking up as you said taking up another job. Anything else? I think kind of stopping the contribution towards a pension should be one of the last things you look to. Love it, love it, love it. Um, but no, thank you very much for that, Jax. Um, yeah, it's really good to touch on these these topics as we move into a time. I mean, me and you have no experience before, and obviously many of our listeners um as well, especially as you know, adults in our career. Um, so now I think you know, the more we just talk about stuff like this, 
understanding that everyone's going to be making different decisions depending on their own personal circumstances but also focusing on the opportunities man we're in a cost of living crisis it is what it is there's not really much we can do about it but there's much that there's things we can do to plan ahead and respond positively um and continue going on that journey that we're trying to um go on when it comes to our personal finances as well yeah, yeah, and and I'll, and I'll tell uh, our listeners as well that they should pay attention to the type of pension that they're in. Hmm. Um, you know, as as we said earlier, majority of people will be on what we call a defined contribution scheme. Um, some people are even blessed to be on a non-contributory scheme that that one, you know, the company just pays a pension to them. Um, but there are also some people that are civil servants. Hmm. Um, for example, if you work for the NHS, your pension will be a bit different as well. So it's important that you understand those those type of patients and know the pros and cons of opting out love it so if you're listening right now you've not done so yet make sure you actually check out where's your money going to what's it being invested in you can find that usually for your hr they will let you know and um you should with most places particularly if you're in the uk um you should be able to like actually open up your account with that pension provider and actually see your money what's actually happening how it's growing as jack said it's quite motivating um, and it just gives you a bit of understanding man about where your money is being used and how you know just pensions in general uh tends to work as well but um now just before i close off on any final points from you we're going to do what we always do and give a shout out to where we're getting new listeners from or an area where we've not given a shout out before and this area is called warsaw which is the capital of poland <laughs> oh okay all right welcome to what finance i mean when, when i think of poland the first person that comes to mind is lewandowski come on is, come on he played today in the world well it's world cup season man so just say it is it is it is world cup season um i am supporting uh two countries i'm supporting <laughs> both england and ghana um, yeah. and, and I'm, I'm hoping peter is supporting ghana <laughs> as well even though ghana beat nigeria in order to get to the world cup i'll say that again Ghana beat Nigeria in order to get to the World this Cup. This guy is saying, yeah, you forget I added these. <laughs> um, welcome to What Finance. You're here with uh, myself, Jax, and the co-host, Peter. On this podcast, we talk about uh, all things finance and all things finance related. I hope you're getting tons of value. I hope um, you are enjoying the episode. If you want to know more about what we do, uh, you can head over to www.walkfinance.com uk and if you want to engage with us on social media we are on instagram that is the walk finance team but yeah i hope you're enjoying it if you want to uh, slide in our dms and give us topic ideas things you want to cover do so do so love it love it love it man a massive shout out to our listeners over there in warsaw and all over the world man we appreciate you man jacks man any final words uh before we let you go we obviously know the times we're in but listen um, it's all but for a season. We go through it, we ride through it. Um, and yeah, man, we keep things moving, man. Well, absolutely. Look, um, as as we said, we are in a cost of living crisis. Um, but we have to, we have to, uh, as you said, get through it. Um, I mean, I've got a flu right now. It could be because I turned my heating off for a few minutes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm only laughing. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely related by the way my jacket is on right now. <laughs> seriously, seriously. But um, look, I think the key thing, as I said earlier, is is to have a financial plan, have a goal, have structure. 
Um, and when we talk about pensions particularly, remember that, look, we are probably not putting enough into our pensions anyway. So the last thing we want to do is to actually stop the contributions altogether or even minimize it. Um, if that's something that you feel like you have to absolutely do, then I would say, okay, do it for the very short term. Do it so that you can potentially, let's say, save an emergency fund. But as soon as that emergency fund has been saved, I would encourage you to start contributing back into your pension. Actually, I would encourage you to make up the shortfall that you uh, would have lost out on when you start paying into that pension pot. Love it. Some wise words from Brother Jacks there, man. Thank you very much. And remember all, stay woke.